0: This episode of the Business Samurai Podcast is brought to you by Lamar Marie Popcorn. You can get now one bag and get a second bag for half off with the code Barker at checkout. So if you like your snacks a little sweet, a little salty, a little mixture of both, go check out LamarMarie.com and all of the flavors that they have for your next snacking sensation. That is LamarMarie.com with code Barker at checkout for buy one, get one half off. If you know your business needs to be more secure, but don't know how it drives value and you hate all of the technical mumbo jumbo, then you are in the right place. Welcome to the C Word for Business podcast, where cash is king and the C stands for cyber. The only cybersecurity related podcast aimed at you, the business leader, to cut past the jargon and help you with cyber risk management in terms you will understand, business. You will learn the best tech related metrics to track, how communication is the lifesaver when it comes to cyber, and how good policy will fix the weak link when it comes to security. People. Listen in on conversations with world-class business leaders and how they manage risk. We will deconstruct their processes on how they choose to protect themselves, their team, and customers. You are stepping into a world of proactive business with your hosts, AJ Orr and John Barker. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the C Word in Business podcast. I'm your host, John Barker, as always, joined with A.J. Orr. A.J., say hi to everybody.
1: What's going on, everybody? John, good to be with you again, as always.
0: Absolutely. Hey, man, we got a really special guest today. Excited Uh, about this one. Yeah, very, very excited about this. So our next guest is my great friend. He's a mentor, he's a coach, and confidant, Marcus Ogden. Marcus is a former NFL player, turned keynote speaker to numerous Fortune 100 and 500 organizations. The assault after business coach and consultant. Marcus has written three best selling books and is co host of the Lev and Marcus Show podcast, which is in the top 0.5% of all podcasts created. And congratulations are due as Marcus was just named to Core 100's Most Influential Blacks of 2022, alongside the names of Samuel L. Jackson, Damon John, Tina Turner, and Janet Jackson, just to name a few. Marcus's next challenge is stepping into the ring with Tyson Fury as he recently took up boxing. Marcus. Thanks for coming on the show, man. really appreciate it. <laughs> What's going on, man?
2: You doing all right?
0: <laughs> doing good. Doing good. We're very, very happy to hear, be have you here. <laughs>
2: well, thanks for having me on, my friend. I really enjoy it. You know, it's been great work with you, coaching you, and uh, glad to give you a little bit of the time and chat a little bit about some good stuff.
0: Absolutely. So one of the things that, you know, that AJ and I both are in, when, and, and you know this, we're in the cybersecurity risk management area. Going back to your NFL playing days, uh, and, and I don't know it, where social media was in the, in that time period. Um, how how wh- how prevalent was it during your playing days, where you had to manage that
2: risk? Being the NFL being the most popular sport in a, in America. Great question, uh, John. My when I was playing for the Buffalo Bills, we had or we knew about MySpace coming out that time. You saw Tom in his little white shirt and waving at you. Like <laughs> that was the first. <laughs> you know, uh, inkling for the first time we kind of knew about social media was then and there. And it was really interesting because, you know, we didn't really know about, you know, connecting with people, chatting, you know, pinging people. You could poke somebody, and would you like them? All, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going Like, what is this? What about the phone or, you know, meeting somebody at the mall or <laughs> going out, you know, meeting somebody by chance, you know, all that stuff. So, social media was not really in the picture until like i said near the end of my career i think that was 05 when uh when i first knew about you know myspace
0: Were, was there a period where during that being that you're in such a high profile profession where that that the teams would set you aside and give training on things to look out for from a risk management standpoint because of everybody wanting to kind of put their hands into your pockets or even maybe trying to dupe you out of, you know, you know, your connections and, and that type of stuff. Is that is that anything that they had on their tape on their plate, like I'm sure that they do now?
2: No, you know, at that time again because it was so new, there wasn't any talk about it. No one really mentioned it. Now, of course, today they have people come in and talk about social media practices, how to, you know, interact with people, how at the minute you hit that send or that post button, everybody in the world can see it. So trying to educate guys, not trying, educating guys on how important it is to understand the ramifications of social media. They're doing a really good job of that.
1: Awesome. Hey, Marcus, and once again, pleasure to meet you. I've I, I followed a little bit of your story and, and read back on, on some of the things and, and your your history as far as being a business owner and, and some of the, the challenges that you went through. Um, I'm going to deviate a little bit off of the, the cybersecurity path because mm-hmm. I, I really like the story. Um, of the grit and the determination that it took for you to, you know, uh, transition out of one thing into another and then to, to fail and then to come back and everything else like that. Can you touch on that just a little bit uh, for, for the people that don't know who you are and your story and, and kind of how you, you uh, persevere through the different challenges that you've had to experience through life? Yeah,
2: so I ended up retiring from the National Football League in that 08 season, 7 08 season, I ended up having a really hard time for about six months with alcohol issues, addiction, nightlife, gambling, because I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a strategy for my life. I then ended up getting through that process, through those hard times. I started Caden Premier Enterprises, and Caden Premier Enterprises was my construction firm that I started. Company grew, had a lot of success, had a lot of great things happening, but unfortunately the company grew so did my ego, AJ. And because of that, I lost my, my best employees. I started to get very just pompous, very arrogant. And I ended up losing my eight figure year construction company. It took me about five and a half years to build it. I lost it in about 90 days approximately. And I ended up moving to Raleigh, North Carolina in April 2013, broke, uh, preparing to file a bankruptcy. I was so broke. I couldn't even pay the bankruptcy off. I owed $3,300 to my bankruptcy attorney. It took me almost a year to pay that off because I had no resources, no finances, no credit, lost it all. Home foreclosed on, car repossessed, both in the same day moved down here I ended up getting a job at Merrill Lynch for a short time got fired I was working for a construction company the next day after I got fired from Merrill Lynch got fired from that job in five days because they shut down they shut down the sales part store I'm out of a job the only job I could get was a custodial janitorial worker working for $8.25 an hour on the graveyard shift, 10 p.m. till 5 a.m. And I ended up having what I call my rock bottom, spoiled milk moment of clarity where somebody's trash, rotten meat, nasty, protruding, horrible garbage got over my body, my skin, and my clothes. And that was my wake up call for me to realize, wow, if I don't get my life back together today, I'm going to be right here on this curve, right here, having my story run me, not having me run my story for the rest of my life. Went home, wrote down my three biggest strengths, and I computed I wanted to become a keynote speaker, launched the business from April—excuse from September 2013 until April 2016, not one paid job. Got my first paid job in April 2016 with Miller Mott College. I ended up having a great job with them. And I've just got, I've worked, I've been coached, I've developed myself, I've worked hard. And today, I've. we have spoken to over 35 Fortune 500 brands as a speaker, countless other organizations, you know, churches, to education, to universities, to youth groups, to all types. And we now are a consultant, a coach, three-time best-selling author. I am a podcast co-host of the Lev and Marcus show, and really and truly gentlemen, I just enjoy helping people, you know, succeed where I failed.
0: So one of the things, can you can you break down a little bit more of some of the consulting and the executive coaching stuff that that you provide those that that are in need?
2: So I work with people on either business coaching, strategy coaching, I was, I was a few minutes late today. I had a one of my clients, it was her first call, and she has a really successful consulting business. She said she wants to charge people $3,000 a month plus commissions to work with people. And she kept telling me, well, Marcus, I keep getting talked down to $2,700, $2,300. I said, okay, what do you do? And she told me I do like business development, all this stuff. I said, okay, great. How many hours do you tell people you're going to work? Why well, don't tell people how many hours you're going to work. Okay, so basically, just telling people three grand for uh, uh, some unknown number of hours, right? She said, "Well, yeah." So, okay, well, here's the problem: people are going to want to know. Well, hell, if I'm paying three thousand dollars a month, thirty grand a year, how much are you working? So, I asked her, okay. "How many hours are you working in a day? De- uh, in a, you know, in, a um, in a week for the uh, I in, a, in, a, in a month for them? Like, it's go by the month." She said, "I probably do about thirty hours a month for people." I said, "Perfect." So you take three grand a month, divide by 30 hours, you work for my a month, it's $100 an hour. People will pay that. They won't mind right. giving you three grand a month if you give them 30 hours of work a month. And like I told her, you can do less. You can do 10 or 15 if you are delivering the introductions, getting things done and closed. People aren't gonna check your hours on a timesheet. If they're getting introductions, if they're closing business, if they're making headway, they don't care. So she was like, wow, Marcus, thank you so much. So much value in our very first call. That's what I do on the business side. People who are very high up in their positions, do very well, sometimes don't see why things aren't progressing. Then I also do mindset coaching, consulting for business, same thing with that, but this is more for groups. Different, you know, a meet for one hour a month on stuff. I do more moderating, you know, different topics and kind of helping them move the needle forward in that regard.
0: How much has the uh, how much has your show opened doors to new opportunities for you and your and your co-host Lev? It's,
2: it's it's amazing for, for for us. Now, unfortunately for Lev, Lab only does the podcast, but it helps him tremendously with media and credibility, which is amazing. Helps us with business with networking, business with clients, with this because we are meeting yeah. people to come onto the show, getting to talk about their businesses, their life, their sharing, and they're feeling like they can get value for sharing on our platform. And our podcast is right in the top 1.5% globally for all podcast categories after only being out for about six months on all podcast platforms, we launched on all podcast platforms, including Apple, June of 2021.
1: Uh, and I completely see it when it comes to being able to leverage the podcast in business development, just exposure, and being able to help people. And I think you know, just from talking to you and hearing you, the, the passion that you speak with, as it stands right now, um, you have a you have a desire to help people, um, and and that is what I think got me excited about wanting to to be part of this show and have you on and have this conversation Um, because I believe that if you're going to achieve great things in life, um, it it comes by helping others more than you'd look to help yourselves. And eventually you, you put enough good stuff out there in the ethos, then eventually it all comes back to you. Is that kind of your mindset and approach to things as
2: well? Oh, absolutely. I'm all about giving people value and getting out to people the messaging they need to hear to help them get where they want to go.
0: Who is the most excited you've been for a guest to come on your show? Oh,
2: without a doubt. Well, Michael Strahan's coming on the show uh February twenty-third at ten a.m. for his interview. So excited. Talk about his trip to space, talking about his life, talking about growing up in Germany, and then playing football at Texas Southern, and then being on the same team with Lawrence Taylor as a rookie, his career as a Hall of Famer, his transition into Media, mobile, entertainment, businessman, executive—you know, just a phenomenal guy all the way around. So excited to have him come on the podcast uh, with us and share his story. February twenty-third.
0: That is that is awesome, and I know we've got to wrap up because being as high demand as you are, you've got to run to your uh, to your next meeting here in a couple of minutes. AJ, any any final thoughts and questions? We're going to get Marcus back on when he's got yeah. hopefully a little bit more time. But any anything to wrap up real quick?
1: Yeah. I, I think we'll have to get back on because the, the one question that I have that I really like to kind of unpack a little bit as being an Army veteran, oh. um, I know that my transition out of the military was really kind of hard uh, to try to figure out who I was outside of the uniform. And I'm, I'm curious to hear from I've talked to other athletes that after their time being an athlete whether it was basketball football whatever but once they were out of that uniform that transition into that next approach of life or next part of their life uh was kind of a challenge as well so i I was i'd love to at some point in time open up and and share some of those similarities and and talk through it because i think it'll be very impactful for others out there who are struggling with that transition i would love
2: to and i tell everybody if you're going to transition the same thing i did when i got into speaking Figure out your three biggest strengths and reverse engineer backwards to figure out what you should be doing with those strengths and start from there. It's great Actually, advice.
0: For anybody who want to reach out and connect with you or, or look into consulting and working with you, what's the best way for them to do that?
2: Go to our website, www.marcus, M A R Q U E S, Ogden, O G D E N dot com. Or shoot me an email at Marcus at MarcusOgdon.com. Get in touch with us. And also check out the Levin Market Show We're on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Google, Stitcher, and, of course, YouTube.
0: Awesome. Marcus, Marcus. Super, super appreciative of your time this afternoon. I know you've got to run. But uh, very, very excited to have had you here today, man. Appreciate really, it. Really AJ, appreciate it.
2: John, thank you, sir. Thanks, sir. Gentlemen, and we'll come back on and uh, definitely do some more chatting. So thank you all for having me on.
1: Thanks, man. That's good. Thanks, Marcus. All right.